This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This is the smell of a warm, three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! <sighs> And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hello, good morning angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is five things that I have done to become the better version of myself. I also want to put a disclaimer, my voice is still not great. It keeps giving out on me, as you can hear, probably if you're familiar with my voice. It is a little raspy right now, and it kind of keeps giving out, so just hang by me deal with me this week maybe you like the raspy voice I kind of like it but sometimes it just gets a little too crackly so I apologize in advance I am how many days out it's Thursday my race is Sunday Friday Saturday Sunday three days but you can't that is three days I'm three days out from running my first ever race And if you don't follow me on social media, then you wouldn't know that I made this my whole personality. I'm running my first ever 10K race. It's the 10K TO race and all proceeds are going to sick kids for their center for brain and mental health, which you guys know I'm a huge, massive mental health advocate. So I thought it was fitting and it was very sweet that the first race that I'm doing aligns with my personal beliefs goals, morals, whatever you want to call it. So I'm have that. I'm three days out. I had my last run this morning and I keep psyching myself out so much. I have run further than 10k before and I've run slightly shorter distances, very hungover with minimal sleep, which I don't recommend, but I've done things that are harder. So I don't know why I keep psyching myself out about this. Um, Maybe it's because I haven't done anything that involves competing since grade 12. So when was that? 2017. So like five, six years ago. I haven't been in a competitive environment like this. So it is a little nerve wracking. I know some people going, but their pace is a lot faster than mine. So it's not like I can pace with them. I don't know. I'm just like getting in my head about it. I know I'll be fine. I am dealing with some injuries right now. My cloud monsters gave me shin splints so i'm dealing with shin splints and trying to recover from that i got new shoes i swear this is like my fourth pair of running shoes in this like running journey of that i'm going on i got new balance fresh foam 1080 v12s and i wore them today on my run they felt pretty good they definitely felt better but my plantar fasciitis was acting up a little bit in them um but apparently they're good for that so 
I don't know. We'll <laughs> we'll figure it out. Running shoes are so expensive. This is definitely a journey, definitely an investment. Whoever said running is a cheap sport? No. I guess it could be, but the wrong shoes can get you injured. I lost my first toenail. Sorry, TMI. I was on a meeting yesterday and I always sit with my right leg up on my chair and you know, I was just like, I felt my foot and <laughs> this is so TMI. I'm so sorry, you guys. You're getting grossed out. Just fast forward a little bit. But I like felt something in my sock. I'm like, I didn't like recently cut my toenails. Like what, what is going on? And I take my sock off and my toenail had fallen off. But I think another one was growing underneath because I still have a nail on there. So I'm not really sure. But I guess I'm officially a runner. So congrats to me. I searched how long it takes for a toenail to grow back and it's a nice six to 12 months. Although a lot of you guys in my DMs on Instagram were telling me that it took less than that for you. So let's pray that it takes shorter because I was originally planning on treating myself to a nice little pedicure moment after my 10k race and I guess maybe not or I don't know I wonder if they'll give me a discount for having one less now but anyways I'm really excited about this I'm also going to share some of my current faves with you guys I've been obsessed with making this smoothie I'm calling it my chocolate crunch protein smoothie. I shared the recipe on Instagram and TikTok. It's essentially frozen banana, almond butter. I do like two tablespoons, cacao nibs, coconut flakes, chocolate protein powder. I really like the new fix chocolate protein powder. This isn't sponsored, but I do have a code. I believe it's Lanny Be Fit and it will get you 15% off. Really like this protein powder. I've been using it for years. Doesn't bloat me. It's not too sweet and it's plant-based and it's not like gross. It tastes very yummy. So frozen banana, cacao nibs, coconut flakes, chocolate protein, almond butter, some sort of nut milk. I like using the macadamia nut milk. I think that's what it's called. And then I add ice cubes. And then if you want, you can add maca and collagen powder. That's what I've been doing. And it's just so good. It's kind of like what I was making the Almond Brothers from IQ, but chocolate and it's so yummy and delicious. I definitely recommend trying it out. I also, the past two times my hair has dried, I've straightened it. I got gifted the Dyson Corral straightener, which is pretty good. I would say it's kind of annoying because the battery dies pretty quickly and if it's dead, like you can't use it while it's plugged in because it needs some sort of battery in it. It's a little frustrating, but it does straighten the hair pretty well. But I've been going for a straight hair look, which is something I haven't done in a million years. You guys know I'm normally blowing out my hair and curling it, but I've just been vibing with the straight hair. And then lastly, because I'm running so much, electrolytes and making sure I'm hydrated is super, super important, especially in the heat, especially in summer. So I've been using my Hydrolyte Lemon Lime Electrolytes and I really like it. However, I learned that I can't drink electrolytes from a cup. Like I can't smell it. Like it has to be with a straw or in a water bottle. So if you're struggling with taking electrolytes, put it into a water bottle or drink it with a straw. It's so much easier. And I definitely am noticing a difference in how I'm feeling. I feel a lot more hydrated. I feel more energized. I can think clearer. 
So those are my current faves, but let's get into the five things I've done to become a better version of myself. We're in kind of like this glow up series of episodes. I'm feeling really inspired and motivated, and I just want to share the things that I have incorporated in my own life to help you better your own life. So number one is creating a morning routine that works for me and is flexible. I've noticed whenever I've not been super consistent with a morning routine and I kind of fall off of it, I just don't feel as good. I kind of feel sluggish. I feel, I don't know, like dirty, but I just feel like gross. Like I just don't feel as clear-minded. I feel kind of out of it. And when I find a morning routine that is working for me in whatever season of life that I am in, and I'm consistent with it, it literally is the biggest game changer. It impacts my headspace so incredibly. Like if I don't do it, I definitely notice a difference. And it just, it lowers my cortisol, it calms me down, and it allows me to show up for the rest of my day, no matter what it looks like. Whether I'm being super social and going out with friends, or maybe it's a super productive work day, or maybe it's a self-care day, whatever it is, I'm in such a better mindset and headspace and I'm able to show up so much better. I love getting exposure to fresh air and sunshine in the morning, whether I go on a walk to do that or I go to the park nearby and sit and read or I'm going out on my morning run. It really just changes everything and I'm just trying to take advantage of the warmer nicer weather here in Toronto while we have it because summer is flying by you guys like how the hell is it already the end of July how is my birthday in two weeks whenever I know my birthday is approaching I know summer is pretty much over which is just insane like how the fuck is it my birthday again I feel like it was just my birthday which is just so insane like hello I'm turning 24 you guys we're getting old over here but anyways morning routines are literally essential for ensuring that I'm in a good headspace and setting myself up for success for the rest of the day number two implementing strategies to help keep my workout routine consistent I think the biggest thing the biggest obstacle for me since moving out from my parents home and then also moving into my own apartment without a roommate and also transitioning my job so many times in the past like two and a half years. I went from working entirely remote to working in an office to now working entirely for myself. And it's definitely impacted my relationship with fitness and being able to be consistent with my workout routine. And I always know I feel a million times better when I'm consistent with working out and I'm working out consistently over an extended period of time versus when I'm not super consistent, I'm having sporadic workouts, they're not really planned or anything like that. And it really does impact my body image and my mental health space and everything. So leaning back into following a plan is something that has always worked really well for me and I don't know why I kind of stopped doing it. I guess I got a little too cocky and thought that I could deal without a plan. But plans are literally what got me consistently into working out from the very beginning. After I stopped dancing, having a workout plan, way back when it was Kayla Tina's BBG. And then it was power, just like having some sort of plan 
that I know what it's going to look like for the next X amount of weeks. I know what's expected of me on each side day during the week. I can walk into the gym or whatever I'm doing with a plan. I'm not like going in there with no plan. It is the one thing that truly helps me stay consistent. And on top of that, if you're able to access something like a personal trainer where those sessions are locked in, it has truly also leveled up and changed the game for me. I know trainers are super expensive, which is why having a workout plan that you can get online, there's a bunch of free ones. There's also ones that are pretty affordable, whether it be a PDF or an app or some sort of fitness coach makes you one. But working with a trainer twice a week has honestly kept me super accountable because I know that no matter what the rest of my week looks like, I know I will have at least two strength workouts and I know that that trainer will push me and challenge me and hold me accountable for showing up to my workout. Um, In terms of running, what's really helped me so far with being consistent with running because since moving downtown and working for myself and everything, I felt like I wasn't super consistent with running. If you followed me way back when, you know I used to be really consistent with it when I was living at my parents. But having a training plan for running as well, especially in training for my 10K race and soon to be my half marathon, I start that training next week, you guys. I haven't even signed up for the half, but... Just having a training plan for running as well is super helpful. Running is something that even though I've been doing it for close to two years now, or I guess it is two years, it's something that's still very new to me and I'm learning how to do it properly and I want to know how to do it properly. So having a training plan that kind of breaks it down for me tells me what I should be doing, how to progress, how to increase my pace and the distance week over week and what my form should be and everything is super helpful. Again, this isn't sponsored. I bought this with my own money, but I really love the running app Runna, R-U-N-N-A. It's British, I believe. I found out about it from the British Running Girlies and I found out about it from Lucy Georgia, who I absolutely love. And I started using it for my 10K and I love it so much. It's so customizable. You can choose whatever your goals are. You can choose if you're training for something. If you're just starting to learn how to run, you can select that as well. You can choose if you're a beginner, an intermediate, advanced. If you get the premium one, you have access to coaches so you can chat with them, which is really nice. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to hellofresh.com slash 50ray and use code 50ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50ray 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. 
HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I actually reached out to them because I was posting about it and a few of you asked for a referral code. So I have a referral code for the app. It's just my name, A-L-L-A-N-A, so Alana, and you can enter that. And I believe it gives you two weeks free um, off of the premium plan, which is what I'm using. I got an annual plan because I want to hold myself accountable with continuing to run indefinitely. And because it is a bit pricier, I think it was around 160 Canadian. That's going to keep me accountable because I don't want that money to go down the drain. Plus, I have a plan set out for me that's really exciting and is approachable and I can control how many times a week I want to run. If I want to do strength training with it, it's just really easy to follow. I personally like knowing what I'm going to be doing and having a whole game plan for a set of period of time, which is why I love having strength training plans, running plans, and all that. It honestly helps limit any potential conflicts or friction that would prevent me from working out, like not knowing what to do or not knowing what my workout split should be or what I should be doing on my runs. So I strongly encourage you to look into finding a workout plan or a running plan or some sort of fitness plan that really suits you and your lifestyle to help you stay consistent because when you're working out consistently, not only is it really good for your physical well-being, but you will notice your mental well-being improves significantly just from being consistent in the gym or on the track or whatever it may be. Number three, finding hobbies that I truly love and fulfill me and energize me and just like fill up my cup. For the longest time, I really struggled because I didn't have any hobbies. Originally, social media was a hobby that I had but it's become my full-time job and I was kind of soul searching for something to be my hobby and I kind of just fell into running and reading. I count these as my two hobbies and what I really like about these hobbies is that it gets me off of my phone. It's something that is calming and grounding. It allows me to clear the noise in my head and there's also so many communities around these hobbies. So there's ways to interact with different people from these hobbies that you can also do independently. The running community is something that you don't really know exists until you get into it. There's so many run clubs in your cities. There's so many run clubs like online. There's people that are posting about it like myself. And same with reading, like there's book clubs, there's book talk or bookish on TikTok. Like there's so many amazing things. There's also, I guess, 
I like, yes, it is less screen time, but there's apps that go along with these hobbies, which is super fun. Like for running, I love being on Strava. I've actually been posting a lot on there. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to follow me on there. And reading, there's Goodreads where people post their reviews and like what they're wanting to read and what they're currently reading. And I don't know, I just love it. I love now being able to say that I have hobbies and I feel like it's added character to me as a person, which in return makes me feel a lot more confident and fulfilled and like I have a purpose. It's really hard going around in life if you don't feel you have a purpose because life kind of just feels a little meaningless not to get super sappy and dark. But when you find hobbies and things that you truly love and look forward to and can find other people that connect on those hobbies, it's really fulfilling. So I encourage you to go out and find something that you can do in your spare time. And I just want to remind you that you don't have to be good at whatever hobby you're starting to do. You can work on it and get better. I wouldn't say I'm the best runner. I'm not the best reader. Like I'm not out here reading groundbreaking stuff. I literally just love reading my stupid rom-coms like my, my Colleen Hoover and my Emily Henry and stupid stuff like that in Magnolia Parks. Occasionally I'll pick up the self-help book, but to be honest, I just really love my stupid little fiction books. I mean, I guess I should talk a little kinder about them, but I do love having hobbies and I feel like it's added so much value to my life, especially as a young adult and kind of just like paving and finding my way post-grad. So I encourage you to go out and find hobbies that you really love and really energize you. Number four, setting boundaries. Knowing when something is too much for me or when I need to take a step back or when I say no and being able to communicate that I think has honestly been a really big game changer for me. I used to be a huge people pleaser and obviously I still feel the desire and urge and have these thoughts towards people pleasing. But by setting boundaries, I have given myself so much self-respect and I feel like that respect is now reciprocated in the relationships and the people that interact with me, especially when it comes to friendships and dating and relationships and all that stuff. I no longer let in people that drain me and no longer serve me. I think you have every right in your mind to be someone who is picky about who they spend their time with. They're picky about who they are involved with. I used to feel the need to be friends with anyone and everyone. (laughs) And I've learned that quality friendships and relationships are so much more valuable than quantity. Like at the end of the day, I rather have a few really good friends who I know really care for me deep down, would drop anything to come help me in a time of need, who really want to see me thrive and support me through the highs and lows, than to have a million and one half-assed friends. And I'm sure you would feel the same way. So learn how to set those boundaries. Know when it's too much know that it's okay to say no like don't give into things that are constantly draining you and taking you away from like what you see as your highest self like say yes to the things that your higher self would say yes to and say no to the things that your higher self would say no to and just like watch that ripple effect happen because i promise you you will start to feel so much more energized and better when setting those boundaries and you'll learn like what the correct balance is for you and it's going to ebb and flow throughout your life sometimes you're going to need more of something and less of another and it may it may change throughout whatever you need in that season of your life 
life. But learn how to set boundaries, be confident in setting those boundaries, and just know that you know what's best for you. Like trust your your gut instincts. Your gut knows so much more. Like really just like run with that gut instinct and know that it's okay to set those boundaries. Like honestly, when I didn't set boundaries, I felt so burnt out. I felt lonely. I kind of just felt like not connected to anyone or anything. And by setting boundaries, I make time for things that I value and I know bring good into my life. And I've removed the things that make me feel less than, that drain me, that don't serve me. Lastly, number five is finding self-care practices that make me feel good, that make me feel better, that energize me, that really fill up my cup. Things like going to therapy consistently, even on the days where I feel like I don't need it, those are usually the days I need it the most. Journaling, I'm not super consistent with it, but I do try to lean into it when I feel like I need it and using it as an outlet and knowing that it's an outlet that's there when I do need it. Hot and cold therapy, I really am trying to be more consistent with this one. I noticed such a difference, not only mentally but also physically within terms of inflammation and the way that my body reacts to different situations i love going to other ship here in toronto again not sponsored i believe i have a code it's alana for 15 percent off i think it's class packs i really love other ship they're opening a second location if you don't know what it is and you're in toronto or just you are wherever it's essentially a dry sauna and ice bath circuit they have classes i like going to their free flows i did classes at the beginning i really liked the down classes but i love going to a free flow and i'll just sit in the sauna for 20 minutes sometimes I'll do this with friends and then go in the ice bath for two to three minutes really focus on my breathing it shows you that you're so much more strong than you think you are and that if you're able to face being in fight or flight in the ice bath you're able to do pretty much anything else and encounter any obstacle and get past any obstacle in your life it's just it's really therapeutic I really love hot cold therapy so I'll normally go in the sauna for 20 minutes go in the ice bath for two to three back in the sauna for 20 minutes back in the ice bath and then finish in the sauna and I like to do it in the afternoon or at night before bed. Stretching and foam rolling are sometimes a little tedious but it does help you feel really good in your body. It helps mobility is also really important if you're working out a lot and you're being consistent because that is a way to become a better version of yourself. It's really important to take care of yourself and to do recovery. Recovery is so important, if not more important than the actual act of working out itself. Walking at the start and end of my day, getting outside, getting fresh air, getting sunshine, getting out of my apartment has honestly been something that makes me feel so much better. I fell off of it for a little bit and I noticed that I was just feeling super drained and tired from one being alone in my apartment all day, two being on a screen all day, three sitting. Your body craves movements like as humans were meant to be moving. So getting outside and getting that fresh air and even if it's just like a lap around the block, it feels really good. It honestly changes my headspace and helps reset my energy and it just feels really good keeping a clean space i know our spaces are a reflection of our mental state so for a while my apartment kept getting really messy and i was kind of just leaving it 
because that's like where my head was at but I realized I feel so much better when I do a weekly deep clean and I clean up my space every night like I do the night shift and I wipe everything down and just like keep everything neat and tidied and surfaces clean it just it feels so much better like imagine coming home from your day at the office to a really nice clean apartment it smells good it looks clean it feels so good like it's just you feel so much lighter and lastly making meals at home makes me feel so good nourished and energized I know it can be tedious and sometimes you don't really know what to make or at least like that's what I struggle with sometimes but even if I choose a healthy option on like Uber Eats or at a restaurant it can still kind of leave you feeling icky like there's no better feeling than a home-cooked meal it just feels so much better I don't know it I could be alone on this I feel like I'm not but you just feel so much better and I think cooking for yourself is a self-care practice you're putting your energy and your love into your food to nourish and give yourself nutrients and care for yourself so to summarize the five things that I've done to become a better version of myself and I continue to do are one creating a morning routine that works for me and is flexible number two implementing strategies to help keep my workout routine consistent number three finding hobbies i truly love and fulfill me number four setting boundaries and sticking by them and number five finding self-care practices that make me feel better i hope that this episode was super helpful and eye-opening for you if you liked it i'd love if you could leave a rating or review on apple Podcasts or spotify i love reading your reviews they truly make my day and i love you guys so much and we'll chat soon bye guys lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.